What's going on and welcome to the While We're Young podcast. My name is Tyler Smith and let me forewarn you about something before you continue. <laughs> this podcast is very ill-prepared, very, I guess a right word would be raw. <laughs> um, it's 5.33 in the morning. I have not woken up early. I've stayed up. I'm very tired. <laughs> So I don't know how this is going to go, but um, I've had an extremely busy week uh, with, we've had some ministry at my church that we do every summer uh, that goes out into our city and does ministry and all that kind of stuff. And I've done some preparation for a FCA fundraiser uh, that's going on in our uh, our area. And also I've had four exams, four exams and statistics has kicked my butt kicked it and (laughs) that's actually tonight that's the exam tonight I've had three other exams over the past three days that I've had to deal with but I've been pretty busy and I should have been preparing a little bit more for this but I want to stay consistent and uh so I, I really believe if you know I have something good to talk about and if you're listening you might be inspired you might learn something and God might speak to you. So that's all that really matters. But uh, it's going to be a little quicker podcast today, which I think is going to be okay. But I hope you enjoy. Um, the title of this podcast is uh, The Expita- uh, <laughs> Expeditious uh, Acuity. Uh, acuity, I'm sorry. And <laughs> I know, I, I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> but expeditious means uh, done with speed or efficiency. Uh, and acuity means with sharpness or keenness of thought. And so that's kind of what we're going to be doing because um, this is going to be a quicker podcast and uh, we're going to be like just hitting the main points of what we're going to be talking about. And um, we're going to be talking about love, like the title says. And uh, if you recognize the uh, reference in my cover art, it's The Office <laughs> because it's kind of gave me the inspiration behind what we're going to be talking about today. But before you uh, carry on in this podcast, if you want to go watch uh, a clip of what we're going to talk about, it's called Real Love, uh, The Office. Go look up Real Love, The Office on YouTube and uh, watch it. Um, And it'll kind of describe what we're going to be talking about. But if you don't want to go watch it, I'll briefly explain it. So in The Office, there's there's a couple called Jim and Pam. uh, And throughout the seasons, they're like, the go-to relationship, like you want them to be uh, dating. Um, You know, they've run through a lot of bumps in the beginning, like Pam was engaged (laughs) and Jim confessed his love for her, like season two. And, you know, their love and Jim, uh, who's played by John Krasinski, I don't know who Pam's Pam's real name is. I forgot. But (laughs) um, they, they, act out these characters so well to where it really feels like you can experience their love. Like it, it really feels like they love each other and they're that it couple. 
Um, you almost wish like they were dating in real life because it feels so real. But in the very end of the season, um, and of course, if you want to go watch the clip, it's called Real Love on YouTube. Uh, Jim and Pam have been going through this trial where uh, Jim originally, he was getting restless of Dunder Mifflin and wanted to get a new job. And so he got with his buddies uh, who were wanting to start a company and name it Athlete. Uh, and I don't, I'm not exactly sure what it's about. But he decided to work part-time there, and they originally lived in Scranton, but he had to uh, travel to Philadelphia all the time for his part-time job. And Pam liked how everything was. She was struggling with two kids at home because they were happily married with two kids. Um, that was in, like, season four, and, you know, this is, like, season nine now uh, since they're married. And, you know, they've never fought. Like, they are the it couple. They are, they are so well together. They're like the perfect couple. And in this season, they have gone through struggles. And then, like, I think it's like the, f I forgot exactly the episode, but it's like the fourth before the last, maybe the third before the last episode ever of The Office. You know, after all their trials, even after marriage counseling, they're in this, in their office. And, uh, Pam and Jim are arguing and it makes you really sad because you've never seen them argue on the show. And it comes time for Jim to leave to go back to Philadelphia to his part-time job. And, you know, they're just like, all right, I got to go. And, you know, they tell. It's just like they don't even love each other anymore. And it's really sad. And it, it made me really sad watching it. But as Jim leaves down to go to his taxi, Pam notices his umbrella is on the desk. And um, she grabs it and runs down to the taxi and is like, hey, hey, Jim, hey, here's your umbrella. And so Jim, you know, says, thank you. All right, I'll see you later. Like the awkward, just, all right, love you, bye. And you can just tell it's like just awkward and, you know, there's no passion in any of it. When in reality, like the whole other seasons, like they, they're so passionate couple. Like the definition of love, in my opinion, they're like... <laughs> Like, like how people look like to be in love. But if you watch the clip, Jim turns around and he, he chases after Pam and grabs her by the arm and wraps her in his arms. And he tries to say something, but he can't. So he just, he just holds her. And at first, Pam doesn't know what to do. Like, she holds her hands up by her side. Like, she's been doubting their relationship for a while. And, you know... She doesn't know if that's real. And so then it kind of pans, it kind of scenes out and goes to their marriage. And it, it says this verse. Uh, it's kind of like every marriage says this, but it says, And now abideth faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And then it fades back. And um, Pam embraces Jim. And Jim and Pam look at each other and say, I love you, and kiss. And um, the scene ends. And it's a really happy moment because they find their love again. And, um, you know, they, 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 they're reminded of what truly matters um, and how their love really is. And so I know that's uh, it's a fake show, but it, it really gave me inspiration. And, you know, the Holy Spirit works in some weird ways, you know, <laughs> especially uh, in, this, in this, this show. Like I, I've been really enjoying The Office and, um, you know, 
I feel like God spoke to me in some weird way in this little episode. But uh, <laughs> I really, it really got to show me, you know, love and, and, and you know, show me exactly what we should be striving for maybe in a relationship. But today we're going to be expanding on the idea of love. And to do that, I want to describe what love is first. And I think the best way to do that is to look at C.S. Lewis's uh, Four Loves in his books called The Four Loves. And in these, uh, the categories, uh, the four loves are uh, philia, which is the friend love, you know, the love of a friend. Uh, Storic, I think that's how you say it. I I try to prepare, but always mispronounce it, which is like the family love or the empathy bond. And then we have eros, which is romantic love, which was what Jim and Pam had and what kind of inspired me to, to look at love. But the love that we're going to be emphasizing today is agape, unconditional God love. And we're going to be just talking about a few truths, and I I don't want to take too much of your time. It's early. I mean, it's late for me, and uh, I don't want to get rambling or anything, but I want to talk about some important things. Okay, so the three loves that we described, the family the friend love, the romantic love are so important, right? Family love is important. You know, that family love is like the the love of a father to his his children or to the mother to his children, to their to her children. And then the the friend love, man, uh philia. That that is a a love that we take for granted. And it's a love that we should strive for with the people around us. Then there's the romantic love, which is the most difficult, I believe, love that you can have in these three. But if we look in humanity, these three loves, you know, regarding humans, like there's love of money and all that other stuff, but love for humanity and for other people is what we strive for. And these three love is the category, you know, that we look towards, right? But the thing that these three loves have in common is that they all have faults, right? Families get divorced. Families break apart. You are forced to be a part of that family. So it's almost a forced love, right? All right. And, and philia, a friend bond, you know, high school, as you graduate and you go to college, college, you, you leave and you, you get in a job and you get married. You don't have the same friends as you did. We lose friends, right? And then romantic love, I don't even know if I have to say anything about that. You know, things come up, uh, desires and, 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 you know, trials in your romantic relationships come up. And in romantic relationships, I want to preface this, and this is just a little side note. Man, be a best friend to the person you want to be romantically in love with first. And as Christians... It's so important that we 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 come best friends with the person because um, I believe even you know not being a Christian, being a best friend to someone you later want to be romantically in love with is so much better because you can have both having philia, uh, having uh, eros and eros I said Spanish <laughs> and uh, storag stork storg all those three together in a romantic relationship 
is really beautiful. But today we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about it quickly and, and just talk about some truths, the agape. Agape is the only love that will never fail because it's God's love. God's love has been here since the beginning, in the present, and, in the, and is going to be here in the future. And in the clip that I was talking about and the verse I read, it says, and now abideth in faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. All right, think about faith, hope, and love for me. What is the difference between faith and hope that love has? I'll tell you the answer. Faith and hope have an ending point. Love lasts forever. And the love that we're talking about is the love that God gives, that God gives. You know, if you look in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, you know, it describes love because it's a love chapter. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is long-enduring. Love suffers all. And I want you to think about this because God meets every one of those criteria for who and how he loves. Because the person that's listening to this, you that are listening to this right now, God loves you. God loves you. You were made for a reason. And God, God desires to have that relationship with you. I don't know if you, real, I don't know if you realize this, but, but God wants that intimate relationship with you, just like a romantic relationship. He wants to be best friends with you. He wants to walk with you. He wants to give you strength. He, he wants to, you know, be the person you can go to. And then also he wants to be your father. He wants to be the person that, that takes care of you and, and shows you affection just like a parent would and raise you up and build up your character. Agape, agape, the love of God is the love that we should be striving for. The love that conquers all. And like I said in the, in, in, earlier, these loves are what we strive for. And I don't care who you are, you are striving for love. And you are not going to find it in anyone else but God. When you find your love in God, all the rest of the love will come into place. Right? Now, I want to read a few more verses and I, and I want to finish up talking about this because I told you it's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty late and uh, I don't want to ramble and I, I'm not as prepared, but I, I just want to get your, your brains flowing and maybe inspire you to do some things, inspire you to, uh, you know, search your own. But I'm looking in First John uh, 4, and it's labeled, uh, you know, 7 through uh, 19 is kind of what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm skipping around in there. But the title of that section is called Love, Love One Another. In verses 7, it says this, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. So that brings me to, a, to another truth, okay? I think that one of the most deadliest things that could happen to a Christian is for us to be conformed to the culture around us. 
and especially in the Bible Belt. Now, if you're listening to this and you're from the Bible Belt, I want you to be self-aware of yourself, okay? Because I'm even, you know, I even have struggles with having, being conformed to the culture of, you know, just going to church, just sitting in a pew. I can tell you the difference, okay? I can tell you the exact difference between how I was back then and just sitting in the pew, just singing the songs, just being there, you know, all there for the wrong reasons. Then now when I'm there to glorify God, I can tell you the difference. Because the difference is I understand what God's love is. And, and one, of the, one of the things that I think that Christians don't know is they don't know the transformation power of his love. You haven't sought it out. You haven't experienced it. And, and why not experience the most important love in your life? Because it's the only love that can fill you up and give you purpose. It's the only love that is perfect. You know, we talked about in the last two episodes uh, about sovereignty. Um, and, and, you know, we talked about just how God is in control of everything. Well, if God is in control of you, but God gives you free, free will, right? He gives you free will, but he's in charge. And, you know, <laughs> doesn't that kind of show his love for us? You know, like, he doesn't force that. This is a love that we should share with him, right? But God wants to walk with you. God wants to walk with you. And in, in verses 16 of 1 John 4, it says this, And we have known and believe the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. The only love that can satisfy, the only love that we should be dwelling is, is the love that God gives. Let me ask you this, and, and I'll digress after this. In my opinion, one of the most important things for someone to love someone else is to sacrifice, to almost suffer for the other person because they love them. Let me ask you, has God suffered for you? Do you think God, do you think God suffers for you? Jesus did. <laughs> Jesus died on the cross, suffered a painful death that he didn't deserve so that you can know that you are loved. And so right now we should have faith. We should have hope in Christ, in his love, so that we can abide in his love forever. So if anything tonight, I mean, in this podcast right now, if anything that I said, I want you to realize and be self-aware of how you stand in your love for Christ. Dig deep in the love that Christ offers. Dig deep into it. Find, find the love that he provides. Don't just go to church and just sit in the pew. Don't just live your life and say, I'm a Christian or, or put your Bible verse in you know, your Instagram caption and not live out the love that God gives you. Because if you dwell, if you dwell in love, you dwell in God. If you dwell in God, you dwell in love. 
You can't have one without the other. So strive for God's love. Strive for agape. And all the rest of the loves will be, you know, subcategories of that love. You'll find that, okay? So, look, I don't know if I made sense. I don't know if you got something out of that. But uh, <laughs> I'm extremely tired. <laughs> what is it now? Five, 5.53. Whoo! And I got to wake up in two hours. <laughs> Man, look, I hope you got something from it. But we're going to, you know, after this week, I won't have anything. I'll have like three weeks of just preparation to get, um, you know, extra podcasts going. So I won't be in a rush. So I'll be prepared. So I promise you next week is going to be awesome. Tune in next Friday, next Friday, next Friday for the next podcast. It's going to be awesome. Please, please, please tune in. I cannot wait uh, to share it with you. But um, I hope you got something out of tonight. I hope you find love in the right places. I hope you find that right person for you. I hope you find friends that love you. I hope your family learns to love. Because love is what surrounds us. Love is what makes the world go round. If you want to go watch The Office, there's a lot of love in there. <laughs> So yeah, I got to quit talking. I'm just talking stupid right now. <laughs> All right. So go love. Go be loved. Be dwell be 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 <laughs> dwelling God, dwelling love. Okay. All right. So I'm going to quit talking because I think it's just I think if I keep talking it's going to it's going to get worse. <laughs> All right. So, I hope you have a great day. Whoever however you're listening, Whatever you're listening, thank you for listening. Um, without you, I, this wouldn't be a podcast. So thank you. So that's it. And without any other stuff to say, I just want to say this. Why not live your life, love your life while you're young? So do, go do it. Go live your life while you're young. Thank you, and you have a great day. <laughs> I think I'm going to go take a nap. I will see you guys later. <laughs> Peace.